right there that there is a little snippet of the band we're talking to in this episode we are talking to reaper up in liverpool just a dash up the m6 from where we are right now and oh mate how good is that it's good isn't it that's a, that is a track off the album called uh titan off their album which is called stranger than fiction strongly recommend i should know and i'm not strongly recommending i'm fucking, ooh, i'm telling you I need to go and sort it out you need to go and listen to them. Look up a Bandcamp, Spotify, anywhere. Just search for Reaper UK or the official Reaper UK. Just go and look at these guys, man. They're absolutely great. Talking to Dan, Anthony, Elliot, and of course, Scouse Dave, who has got one arm at the time. Wish you a speedy recovery, my friend. And uh, yeah, oh, mate, these are good, man. These are really, really good. The time scale that they've put this album together last year in such a short space of time is insane. And uh, yeah, I can't, I can't rate them enough. Cut, uh, this, this isn't just me chatting shit. Listen to that riff. Oh, God, mate, dime bag proud, man. <laughs> right, anyway, enough of me rambling. Enjoy the episode. Come back next week. And, uh, yeah, don't forget, guys, turn it up to 11 mother bitches. Oh, There's another God. one as well saying that if everybody's going to the Duke's funeral, Prince Andrew is probably more likely to stay at home and babysit the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Turn Up to 11. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the Royals. <laughs> on that topic, it is 11 years since Pete Steele passed away uh, from Titanic. No, I know. What a man. What I can't believe man. it's been 11 years already. I know, I know. It doesn't feel that long no. at all. Time flies when you're doing fuck all. It does. <laughs> yeah. It, fuck it, it literally does. 11 years. Wow. I just want to know what the size of his coffin was. I mean, he was fucking built. Yeah, he was, a, he, was, he was a tall bloke, wasn't he? Yeah. He was a tall bloke. Remember, there's, who has, who, DMX is gone. Isn't yeah. he? He's gone. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. That one. That one. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, see, he's gone. That's, that was my impression of DMX there, everyone. You're welcome. Thank you for coming. Sorry, I'm sorry, here all week. Just uh, put your change in the hat just in the corner there. That'd be lovely. Thank you. Um, <laughs> move along and you'll either stay or get ready for your next disappointment. <laughs> A PayPal tip jar for your comedy career. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> just waiting for the curtains to drop. Well, I have learned an interesting fact today. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Uh, flatworms engage in penis duels. <laughs> okay. They you really use, need to go to fucking work, man. They, 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 they use their penises to fence one another to the bottom of the ocean. The winner, who is the flatworm that stabs the other one with his penis first, <laughs> remains male while the loser becomes female. Really? Yeah. Becomes female. Becomes Imagine female. telling that to your flatworm kids. Yeah, no, yeah. What happened your there? Well, it, used yeah. to be your dad. But, uh... <laughs> this is how I met your mother. <laughs> So there you I go. Know, I know a fun fact about lobsters. Uh, so apparently, if you put a bunch of male lobsters in the pan, like a you know, boiling pot of boiling water, 
they will try and make a ladder out of each other to get out, whereas female lobsters hold each other down, knowing that it's completely fucking pointless and we'll just kill everyone. <laughs> just say, fuck it, we're done. Yeah, fuck it, we're in boiling water, you're coming down with me. Well, there we go, listeners. If you haven't learned anything today, you just have now flatworms engaging penis jewels and female lobsters are quitters. We're in the wrong game, man. I don't know why we're covering music. We should be doing a fucking wild wild podcast. <laughs> oh, hey, we can Attenborough, eat your fucking heart out, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Imagine me doing that, Attenborough. I can't imagine that going down too well. Don't don't say we don't teach you anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what was another thing? Yeah, I'm learning all sorts of things. Genghis Khan killed that many people that the earth actually cooled down. He wiped out over 40 million, 40 million <laughs> <laughs> he wiped out over 40 million like farmers and residents. So all the farms got retaken. So is that is that the answer to global warming? But this is what I'm thinking. <laughs> this is what I'm thinking, you see. Oh, this is, Mass this domination. Is, this is my, <laughs> I'm not saying it hasn't worked out in the past, but uh, it, yeah, it, like it killed that many people that uh, the, uh, the, the forest retook over all the farmland and uh, repopulated the, uh, the forest and that, and it actually cooled down the earth. So there wow. you go. There's, okay. another, there's another top into fuck me. I need to get a life, man. Yeah, you do. You, need you, need a break. you need a break from Google, is what you need. <laughs> do, you know, do you know? Did you know? Elon Musk technically has that much money now that theoretically he could actually start Jurassic Park. That's... Theoretically, as in he's got the money to do it. Yeah. He's that wealthy just now. Just not that the he, DNA. Yeah, yeah I was to say, there's quite a big important detail missing there in the fact that it's not fucking possible. Yeah, but, <laughs> well, you say that. You say that. Didn't they try doing it with a mammoth? How the fuck have I got into this? I don't know. I thought that was a bit of a mind-boggling thing. Not that they haven't learned from the films or anything, but how fucking cool would that be <laughs> if it actually happened? To be honest, the only thing I've done with my week is work out the spectrum of how gay you can be. I had a phone <laughs> conversation with somebody last night and she was like, I'm so gay that I never get mistaken for straight. And my comeback to that was, I'm so gay, people think I'm a man. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> there's, there's now a gauge for it. A gauge. Oh, God. <laughs> what happened to us, oh, guys? I don't know what's going on. This wasn't music podcast, and now it's just turned into absolute fucking cod shit. Uh, oh, did God, you know the cod shit? No, I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think if I do know something about that. There's got to be something there somewhere. I'll find it. I'll oh, apparently, out. magpies are the only ones that have sex in the military position. Military position or mm. missionary position. Missionary, that's the one. I was gonna say, what, <laughs> I was gonna say, what's the military position? Military I'm really excited position. about that. I was just looking uh, at what she got. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm gay. Okay, I was gonna say, is one of the different terminology. Have, lesb have lesbians got it different? It's like, I, I know some lesbians can be quite militant, so I don't know. <laughs> military <laughs> position, yeah, yeah. Get down and you will take this. <laughs> I'm sorry, is that not normal? That's what I do every time. Get down and give me 20. You know. <laughs> Oh, oh. 20 seconds. Well, there we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Moving fuck. on. Oh, well done. Well, I'm really looking. I'm really looking forward to tonight. We are talking to a four-piece metal band all the way from Liverpool. 
Liverpool. Oh God, I love Liverpool. They are my uh, new favourite band. They, they are. are good, aren't they? They, they are, are really, really, really good. They are really good. Uh, they're called Reaper, uh, and you need to check their shit out. And we will be talking to them very soon. Um, mm, absolutely. Indeed. Yeah, uh, really if looking you do forward search to search for them on the internet, put in Reaper UK because there are a couple of bands around the world that do have the same alias. But uh, that is true. I promise yeah. you, these are the best ones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we'll make sure to spam loads of links and stuff on our page. So if you want to check them out, you know where to go. And there is also a Spotify playlist mm. uh, where you can go and listen to all the guests that we've got coming on or have already had on. Yeah. 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 Really, really good album. Stranger than fiction. I've literally, I've had it on, I've had it on in the van all day. And I've been, uh, I've been, it's put, I mean, it, 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 even, even my brother turned around and went, I quite like this. Coming yeah. from someone who fucking hates metal. <laughs> like, I just, Ooh. I don't understand that. No, I no, I, no, I don't. I don't. But yeah, he, yeah, he quite like that. Yeah, so I think I've enjoyed listening to that today. But that album, good. 2020, Stranger Than Fiction, it yes. is phenomenal. It's good. It's, it's great guitar work, some amazing riffs, nice yeah. big double pedal drums pumping away, and the yeah. guy has got some pipes. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got, got an amazing great voice. voice. Mm. So I'm really, looking, I'm really looking forward to talking to them. Right, so now we've got you all here. Welcome. Not, hello, hello. Thank you very much for taking the time to come and talk to us. Uh, so, right, if we go round in order, if you want to tell, go one in one and uh, with your name and who, what you do and who, who, what's your part in the band, that would be great for people that don't know you. Uh, my name's Daniel Moran. I am the lead vocalist and one of the guitarists and all-around punch bag, uh, butt of all <laughs> jokes and keeper of names and ideas of lyrics uh, for Reaper. That's, that's quite the resume. Wow. <laughs> I like that. It's very Game of Thrones of you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm Elliot Kiriakides. I play the bass. There we go. Short and sweet. <laughs> Short and sweet. That's it. Fucking in and done. I like it. Yep. <laughs> and then there's down below me, which is Ant, unless it's everyone's. Which Ant? Because <laughs> I can't see. Oh, yeah. right, yeah, I, I, no, we have I, I, to... As you may, it's Ant, it's Ant. I'm yeah. Skull Steve, and I am currently the one-handed drummer of Reaper. What? <laughs> the, that's never... Oh, well, you're going down the Death Leopard. Dude. I was going to say, it yeah, worked for yeah, Death yeah. Leopard, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what have you done to your hand? Uh, by crash. Well, oh. I say by crash, someone deliberately crashed into me. So, yeah, that was Deliberately? Fun. Literally, yeah. <laughs> is that true, or is it the wanking hand because of COVID? <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> Actually, no. Yes. Uh, no, no. Um, yeah, that, that is generally, uh, genuinely true. Yeah. Well, you got yeah, mowed so. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, dude. Well, I'm glad you're all right, apart from the hand. Yeah, so, yeah. Is, no, is like, it like um, a broken or anything, or is it? Uh, so the wrist was broken. Found out today, oh. funnily enough, that that's healed now. Uh, it's just the palm of my hand now. There's a there's a bone like there, just underneath where this is. Ah. That's uh, okay. kind of gone a bit iffy, but yeah, yeah. It, it is what it is. <laughs> that will that will heal all right, though, won't it? Yeah, 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 that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That'll, yeah. that'll be it'll be fine in uh, about three to five weeks. They said so. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's I'm, I'm good with that. And yeah. who have we got left? Uh, I'm at Nizan, and I play the guitar and back on bubbles. There we go. Well, 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 fucking people getting mowed down. That's that's mad. That is. Well, anyway, yeah. I, I wish you a speedy recovery. Hopefully, you can pick up the sticks again soon. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm open to myself. For, yeah, yeah. I should be good. It'll be good. Yeah. So, how how are you, how has everyone been coping with this uh, bullshit that's been going on? 
<laughs> we haven't. You haven't. <laughs> In other words, how's the pandemic been? <laughs> we, we made we made an out al- we made an EP and then we realized seven songs is in an EP and then we made an album and then we cried for four months and now we're trying to make other things whilst pubs open. That sounds about right. In brief summary. Yeah. That has been our year and a half. That's about ninety nine point seven percent accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what? Right. It's been mad, but um, there's a lot of things that have come for us through this year that we, um, like, weirdly, um, personally amalgamated when this whole thing kicked off. A lot of stuff was happening with us personally that kind of culminated into, well, this is kind of the main thing that brings us to any sort of, you know, uh, clarity or any sort of joy or any sort of actual expression of emotion. And we were like, well, I mean, we've not got anything else to do. Everyone's trapped inside. Let's just make something and then... Started working on the album, started uh, streaming on Twitch, doing all sorts of different things. So in a weird way, like a lot of the things that have locked us down have made us just adapt and go, well, okay, what can we actually do with ourselves to actually, you know, make the best out of the situation? And uh, as a result, we've probably been busier in the past year than we ever have been. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's an incredible album. Like what you've actually produced and stuff. We were were saying this before you guys joined that... um, so upon the sun jericho and afterlife for like the top three for us and apparently there's a bit of a backstory to that which i'm sure elliot can fill us in with in a, in a bit but yeah you've done you've done an amazing job ah oh, thank you dude thank you so yeah, much it's, uh, honestly it's not just blowing smoke up your ass dude. it genuinely is a it brilliant is. album yeah to be it honest, re- it was like it, really it, was, <laughs> it was a lot of hard work in such a short amount of time that we had to adapt to like mm. it was grueling but like, I think all four of us are like happy to say that we managed to pull it off. Like, absolutely. especially in the circumstances that we had, like, it was just absolutely like day after day after day, like something else. Again. Oh yeah, so, some of the some of the writing sessions were absolutely mental. Like everything on this disc was down to the wire. Every last thing, from mm. like the single releases to the mix to the release of the disc, everything was down to like final minute. Like everyone kind of had weird sort of conceptions of it. Like, um, for example, when we were starting to do it um, in the middle of lockdown, when things had finally started to wheeze and you can have like a person in the house, but no more. Mm. Um, Scouse Dave basically had to come in um, and basically work with us for four, you know, four or five straight days. Yeah, just you don't know when you're going to lock down and not be allowed around each other's houses. Yeah, again. exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. I was intrigued about is how you managed to get this together in between mm. all of the, the rules it and regulations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It very much was in, in between that, like, when we could. In yeah. that, like, such a short period that, like, it was sometime during the summer last year, I think it was, like, June, when they were like, yeah, mm. you've got, like, two weeks and you can go out, like, that's it. And we, I, I, I was just like, right, Dan, I'm coming to yours five days. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're getting stuff wrote now. Like, it's happening. Do you think like, that essence of pressure actually pushed you to, to get it together in such I a way? I think it's what made the album sound so good. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. Think, like, that yeah, urgency. Like, you've got to do it, and you've got to do it now. I mean, it puts you 100%. Effort yeah, yeah. Into everything you do for every yeah, take, for sure, you know? yeah. there's yeah. no member really that exemplifies like how much the pressure was like put on us and how well it made the album turn out. Then actually, like Dalton below us because Ant is a key worker and Ant had effectively five recording sessions to get everything that he could have done, ready, recorded, album prepared. Wow, wow, with minimal editing. Five sessions, one of which was spent writing one of the songs. Fuck me, dude. (laughs) 
Yeah, it was tight, man. It was tight. Some of those riffs as well to get them done in such a short space of time is fantastic. Actually, yeah, the song that we did was Flight, and it was the first song that even though me and Anta found us, the first song me and him sat down and actually wrote together. So, like, Anta, how mad was it, man? Yeah, it was sick, wasn't it? It was cool. It was really good. It was a good time. Few coronas, why not? Yeah, Whilst man. coronavirus is going around. Yeah. <laughs> those beers have been going. You know what I mean? You know, it's sad. Those beers have been going so cheap since this pandemic. Oh, yeah. yeah. No yeah. one wants yeah. to touch them. Yeah. It was it's amazing. Like, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Like walking through Sainsbury's to go and get a crate of beer and they're all fucking gone apart from the corona. I'm like, oh, come on, get it. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. One, <laughs> yeah. moment. Give me one second. Devon. Uh, we'll just do that. Yo, I think he's tried to mute himself and failed miserably. What you got for dinner? Oh, dude, I've got no goddamn idea. I didn't even know we had dinner. It's pretty cool. Now my my folks are just being cool. But yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, no, with that. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, guys. No, 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 you carry on. Go on. Uh, I was just going to say, like, the, the writing session for Ant was we sat down in a room. We went, okay, we have one song to write. Let's get that done. Pieced that together, and that ended up being Flight. Wrote the lyrics in the night and then recorded all of the main kind of rhythm parts. We then had two recording sessions in between when Scouse Dave was tracking his drums, which he had two days to do yeah, in the Motor Museum in Liverpool. Do it in two, like, 10 hour sessions. I will never ever hear another compliment again in <laughs> no, my that's life. That's, that's, that's the yeah, that's the first. Jot it down, fifteenth of April. I'm getting that framed. Yeah, I tell you what, what I'll do. Yeah, I'll clip it up for you and I'll send it to it. Could be it could be your ringtone. Waveform clipped and just framed <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes, yeah. That's when he said nice things about me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, get it, <laughs> just get it tattooed on you, man. That's, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta do it. Yeah, yeah. No, it was um yeah, it's it's a wild story with a lot of the tunes because like we had Sigil written and done in April. We had a bit of a wild time trying to piece that together in the first day. We met David Dyson, who engineered the disc along with Loic. Who'd done the drums? Both phenomenal engineers. Uh, and our pal Adi Abufe had started to engineer Sigil when it was originally a single. And we were thinking, let's just make an EP out of it. And then, you know, wrote six extra songs and went, wait a minute, that's an <laughs> album. Now we have to yeah. spend money on it. <laughs> 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 yeah. Spent the time doing that. And um, funnily enough, like um, one of the funniest, one of the best songs I think to have come out of that was probably Afterlife. Because yeah. every single member of the band, like for all four of us, were like, "This kind of needs like to be the the track of the mm. disc." For and me, that, that is the song, like the standout one for me personally. I absolutely adore it. I mean, it's a big who boy doesn't one. love a seven minute long epic? I mean, 
That's why you put two of them in there. Yeah. I was saying just before, and it's nice to see some seven minute bangers in in albums these days. There's not many people. Yeah, it's very dream theater-esque. Yeah, yeah. It's a... It's it's a strange one, really, because again, like Afterlife is so far removed from a lot of the other songs on the disc. But in the same <clears> vein, there's a lot of it that like connects it threadwise. Like when me and SD uh, were sat there writing that, we were like, "This is going to be the big tune. Like this is going to be yeah. a massive song." And we pieced a good bit of that together. And then when Elliot started tracking his bass, like he just started adding so many things that like we didn't think of adding bass wise into the tune. So you know, yeah. like the- in all honesty, like I'd seen a video online of someone doing harmonic tapping, and I was like. Oh, that's cool. So I, I, <laughs> I, I, I abused yes, it so I'm much. Like, like, it, <laughs> this is like the um, like the last kind of bit of afterlife before the the thing comes in. If you if you if you listen close, it's like a lot of the um, last bits are just like harmonic type stuff. And I like learned to do that like, the week before. I'm not even going to lie. I didn't even know that things. was there. Like, it was just such a nice little. It's just such a nice little gimmick. You can yeah, barely yeah. hear it. It's like you yeah, know, it's yeah. totally nice. I, I genuinely, awesome. I, I didn't even know you'd done that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's really cool. You can hear it in the background on some of the verses. Own album to listen to stuff that I don't. Yeah, whatever. Okay. I do it in practices. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I've got yeah. massive cans on. I can. I'm half deaf on the best of days. Like, <laughs> so how how did you guys all meet then? How did you how did uh, Reaper first oh. come about? Oh, the origin story. Uh, yeah. That's uh, it. Uh, on that, uh, yeah, can is. Um, me and Ant knew each other from primary school. We've known each other since as far back as we can remember, man. Like, we've known each other since literally four years of age. Um, wow, okay. Which is pretty wild. Um, so me and Anthony started practicing, you know, Metallica tunes in the attic when we started becoming teenagers. And, you know, we started really, really getting into a lot of this stuff. Um, and then eventually when we started the band, meeting the other guys, uh, Anthony and I had met Elliot through our shows that we played in the Zanzibar, which has unfortunately since shut down. But uh, Elliot played in another band whose name I unfortunately forget. But now Elliot is playing for Devil's Tenchman. And I think we saw them at a gig uh, in the Zanzibar there as well. So most of our meetings were there, weren't they, man? Okay. Yeah, no, I, I do remember that. Like, I remember seeing seeing Reaper uh, when I was in my first bands, like, like a high school band, we just mostly covers and stuff. Uh, I remember seeing them with... Um, like what was like at the most, I think it was like a pretty safe lineup at the time. So you had um, Kane and Peter at the time. I remember watching them like, man, this, 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 this is pretty cool. You know, I'm, I'm vibing to this. And I remember, I'd, I'd met Dan around town a few times. I used to work in a music <clears> shop in Liverpool City Centre, Kelly Music. So I'd see Dan yeah. come in a few times. And I, I remember him striking a conversation. I, was, I think I was playing like anathema or something with the speakers. We were having, and we were having a bit of a chat about that. Oh, the prog stuff there. A few years later, I was, I was painting me down the ceiling, and I check, I check my phone afterwards. I, I see like a message from like, oh, it's Dan Moran, it's the guy from Reaper, saying, "Hey, fell how are you doing?" Then five minutes later, do you want to try out for the band? I was like, "Yeah, go ahead." Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> wild. As for the oh. um, as for the other guys, um, I mean, we kind of knew Scouts Dave through a lot of like college work, but I mean, do you want to talk about how the guys met you? Um, well, I, to be honest, I only met Elliot through being in the band anyway. I don't think I'd ever met Elliot beforehand. You met me once beforehand when we um we saw Ash and Beach get the bloodstock. Was thing. I sloshed? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I barely remember it because I, yeah, I, I yeah, remember yeah. when you, you came in you came to the room to try because like I joined the band like barely before Scouse Dave did let me join pretty much the same time. Yeah. I remember him coming in to try out. I was like, I know this man's face. 
I've yeah, seen yeah, this yeah. one before. It took Whereas, me like, half I'd, I'd, like, I'd heard about you because uh, my girlfriend at the time had gone to school with you or something along the lines of that. Like, you knew you knew me ex from school or whatever it was. Yeah, and yeah. you were like, oh, yeah, I know, I know that, that person. And I was like, oh, right, okay, cool. Yeah, well, he's the bassist in Reaper. But, like, yeah, uh, for me, it was it was a bit... Um, it was a bit more challenging because uh, a couple of years before I'd actually joined Reaper, um, I found out I had a heart condition. Uh, and because of those health issues, I had to stop playing. Whoa. Um, wow. for, yeah, yeah, I had to stop playing for uh, just under two years, it was. And um, I was in uni at the time doing music as well. So it was very pointless. Like, I was, Ooh, it, was it yeah. wasn't a good time, put Definitely it that way. Um, and obviously, I'd met Dan in uni on that degree that we were doing. Um, we were living together during that, weren't we? We were, yeah. That was second year, I believe. Yes, yeah. sir. Um, yeah, so we, uh, I'd met Dan <clears> through uni. Uh, and he knew, obviously, everything that I was going through and whatnot, because obviously we spoke a bit in the same lectures and whatnot. So, uh, you know, goes down the line like a year or so after I'd stopped, uh, 18 months or so after I'd stopped, and I just get a random phone call off Dan. He's like, um, "Are you a, are you in a are you in a band or anything at the minute?" And I was like, "Well, no, you know, I'm not doing anything." Like, and he just he literally just said the words, "Well, you fucking are now." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "What?" And he went, are "You joining Reaper like as of right now?" And I went, "Um, I mean, I don't think I can, but okay." <laughs> Yeah, we'll see it might happens. kill me, like, but I'll yeah, get yeah, yeah. Bit. I was just like, I mean, yeah, sound. And then, like, I went to the practice room that the that we had at the time, which was, funnily enough, the floor underneath the practice room that we now have. Uh, went there like a week or two later, and we were just jamming out. I oh, know it was like it was like three weeks or something, wasn't it? It was like because we had a yeah, gig yeah. like three weeks later, <laughs> we did the first album yeah. playthrough, and I was like, "Cheers, lads! Eighteen months after Kit, and you want me to learn a full album in three fucking weeks?" <laughs> and Children <laughs> of the Grave by Black Sabbath as a cover at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't do shallow end here at all. Yeah, no, but not by the time. No, we gathered. No, not at all. It's literally a phone call happens and it's like, this is fucking happening within two days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no, dude. The thing is, right, is I am way too neurotic. For me to not like try and get like as much of a handle on things as possible and i'm getting better at it now a lot of it is just like anxiety things trying to get things properly right and shit. but yeah, when it comes yeah. to the other guys as I well, basically a lot of the reason why um the other guys kind of we have the relationship that we do is because like i have about 900 ideas at any given moment coming into my head i give them all to the guys and they go a lot of them sound like there's absolutely no way that's happening right now. So why don't we just do that instead? And I go, okay. And then we do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's very much a case of um, Dan drives a lot of things, but at the same time, he needs a bit of direction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, it's kind of just the synergistic relationship between like, the four of us. Like we all like have our interconnected stuff and like the, our, like the way we all work bounces off each other really well. It's like a fairly good balance. Yeah. 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 Sure. So, like, I've, had, I've had had a lot of chats with sorry i've had a lot of chats with dad on the phone like say oh should we do this like maybe we should but maybe we should like you know dial, dial back a little bit like you know you've had the idea yeah. <laughs> so it's all it's all you yeah exactly. should we do this it's like maybe uh actually we could but no <laughs> <laughs> yeah i always say hey quick five t quick 10 minute in and out conversation and then an hour later elliot's like okay that's a cool idea uh you i'm going to bed that. now yeah, 
no way. I'm just a very busy dude, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, which yeah. is why, like, especially when me and Anthony started things out, like, as guitarists, that's very much how we operate as well as I've got a ton of different things to fit on the boards that I try and think of. And uh, I call the parts where I don't do that because Anthony tells me off, called the hit shit sections, which is <laughs> Anthony's predominant way of going to guitar is hit stuff, put it in the place where it works, and when it works, you keep it, and that's... That's it. That's the That's way, it. man. That is a good way of doing it. Amazing. So these uh, these origin stories. So we mentioned the tracks uh, Afterlife, obviously, but there was mm-hmm. um, the Upon the Sun and Jericho. So apparently, there's a bit of a, a backstory to these tracks. Yeah, there was a, a, a Jericho in particular, I think. Yeah. Because. Um, yeah. Uh, it was the the well, it was the first single off the album. I think I think that was mo- that was mostly you, Dan. Was that was mostly your your little uh, yeah, yeah. Jericho, yeah. Well, I ca- I came to you with a riff, and then you went instead of doing this, let's do this, and then we just added what I had left on top, and that was it. More or less, the song came. Like, I mean, I gave you a riff, and you made it. You made it sound good. That's basically what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Jericho is very. Jericho came together pretty much in like twenty minutes. It was a very. It's a very simple song in terms of its actual riff writing. Like mm. you know, the movements are relatively straightforward. And when we kind of pieced it together, we were like, we don't need to add anything to this. Copy paste done. And we listened back to it like this is a, just a cool little three minute in and out banger. And because it was the single, and because of the nature of things that were happening around the time, because this song Jericho happened around about the same time as the George Floyd murder, um, which was a huge point of contention around the world. At that stage, I'd taken a couple of weeks off of social media for uh, mental health reasons. And when I came back, I just saw the whole thing was just on fire with how absolutely taken the world was by it. And I wanted to be very careful with how I crafted the lyrics on it because it can be very easy, especially, you know, as a white dude for me to just kind of insert myself lyrically into a situation that I could never experience what that guy experienced. So what we wanted to frame the song with was there's no way that we can ever understand how, just how furious, you know, um, the communities who felt that hardest will ever feel. But if you would have us, we'd like to lend our voice in whatever way. If we we just want to help, we just want to be there to help. And Jericho was, Probably the one I spent a lot more time on uh, lyrically than any other song on the disc. Uh, it's a it's a beautiful track. Like it's it's definitely one of my favourites. I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just still fucking amazed that you managed to get that all done in such little time. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to yeah. get my head around that. That's fucking crazy. Well, we kind of just have massive spurts of writing. Like me and Anthony have had songs written for album three for like so many years. But what usually happens is, is we have like a block of songs written and then there's just nothing. And then the next point, there's just a huge surge of them. I mean, yeah. you know, Anne's had had Death Games, the single released, uh, the first single we'd ever released. Yeah, um, oh, that's together. That's one of had that for many, many, uh, really for many, many months prior. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. That is, I love that track. Yeah, it's banging. That's, track. that's great. That is. It's, uh, it's great. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, but yeah. Um, for upon the sun as well. Upon the sun was probably the darkest song lyrically on there because, um, I'm gonna try and put a funny twist on this because it can get it. It, it is quite a dark tune, but like the. Uh, Sorry, the actual... I'm I'm in stark. <laughs> <laughs> you like that here? 
but yeah, yeah the um the lyrics kind of focuses on like a lot of uh, pornographic and sexual addiction and the kind of natures of people being trapped inside of their house and doing what they need to do to get through lockdown and all that yeah, yeah. but the kind of idea that like society is very easily kind of you know dragged into an addiction of forms to those things without actually consciously you know keeping an eye on it and because it's obviously such a part of nature it's the fine line between understanding where this is a natural thing that you've had to do to you know to kind of get through and you know enjoy you know whatever you need to do naturally versus is this something that it could become something more you know more perverse as it goes and there's you know people need to be a bit more conscious about that i thought um, See, i i i definitely got that from this song but the other thing i got from it is uh essentially a case of where someone who is manipulated becomes the person who is manipulating i i got a bit of a, a vibe of that from it I, it's probably why i like it so much because it it is very dark and very honest and raw yeah it's it's it can very much feed into either avenue yeah and, that's you a know, cool interpretation i like that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. I've not Thank actually you. heard that. That was really cool. <laughs> uh, but yeah, when it gets to the middle part, because like uh, the song's so dark that in the middle section, I wanted a little bit of lyrical relief, which is where when it comes to, the, you know, uh, resurrect my empathy and resurrect my... Um... Oh, what was it again? Oh, resurrect my <laughs> ability. That's it. I know my lyrics. I know my lyrics. <laughs> but uh, in the back of it is the self-control is the, is the way to feeling alive. It's home. It's hell. It's cold. It's like that kind of dueling yeah, yeah. voices in the head where it comes into its light. That whole part is supposed to kind of represent this character, this character or narrative realizing that it's like, you know, as long as you're able to keep a boundary and as long as you're able to keep a grip on it, then it's fine. And then we added me and <laughs> me and Scarlett's Dave added unarguably the best thing we've ever added yeah. musically that yes. isn't serious to anything. Where I just basically turned into what we called Reverend Moran and ran up to the microphone and screamed, "By the power invested within you, <laughs> <laughs> your buggy on!" Yeah. Just kind of like they're just let loose, man. As long as you're controlled, have have your fun, and that's kind so of like the, the, the nice on my phone of you for a very difficult. Yeah. Well, like, I, uh, I did enjoy that. Oh, I we, that. Need, we need that recording. Oh, yeah, We've yeah. got it. <laughs> I'll take it out. I'm pretty sure I've still got it on my phone. Like, uh... We did it. And the idea was just like, this is so stupid. It's going to work. And as soon yeah. as we did it, it was like, it stays. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That song was a particularly interesting one in that, like, quite a few of us had, had like, hands in in writing it as well. It's yeah, probably yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the biggest collab. We've, ne we've never done, like, a four-person song, but that was three of us. Which is yeah, like yeah, unusual. Yeah, and to, so, and to main collaborations with the solos. If we um we could probably get onto that if you guys want to hear more about SDF, because I mean there's so much to talk about with this disc. Absolutely, we could go through this yeah. all day, man. Um, <laughs> Mate, but yeah, lot, like but that's what we that's what we like to hear. We like yeah. to hear the background and the, yes. the the logic behind it and the inspiration. It's you get very few albums that are released these days where they've got so much depth to them. But you can tell with this one that there is a lot of collaboration. There's a lot of ideas flowing. And it's it's not just writing for the sake of writing. There is actually an emotion and a power behind it. And that's yeah. And, it, and, it's a, and it's an album. It's a fucking <laughs> album. Nobody's and doing albums. Yeah. Mate, I'm a big lover of I'm albums. I'm an album person. I'm an album. Yeah. At the minute, it just seems to be like drip feeding singles here, there. Yeah. And yeah. I like to bang an album on and just sit there and just listen to it in its entirety. And that's what I enjoy about it. Yeah. 
That is very much me and Anthony being so unbelievably stubborn with the yeah. old school rock and metal deals that none yeah. of us would be like, nope, we don't do albums. And I know we almost exclusively oh. do. That's all we listen to. Good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we're all album people for the most part. Yeah, it's, it's good to hear. It's especially, good to hear. Especially in like a progressive metal medium where honestly, I think, and I've seen a lot of this in like charting bands, like, you know, some of the bands that are charting at the moment, you got Mason Hill, like in the top 10. Now, a band of their size 20 years ago wouldn't have even touched top 10. They're great. It's not down to quality. It's literally down to the amount of CDs sold. But when mm. you look at how many CDs are being sold now, it's so leveled out across the board because depending on what genre you're in or how mm. much of a dedicated core fan base that you've got, who are most of the people buying these discs, right? You know, depending on how much of a core fan base that you have, those bands have got much better shots at charting now, which is a yes. huge deal for them. Yeah. That it's it's really strange to see. Like, I mean, it's amazing to see people like that. Architects topping the charts. Not a few months yeah, after Devin nice Townsend topped it as well in in Canada, and Caligula's Horse topped it in Australia, where um, Alterbridge topped it across the goddamn world. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And with all respect to the guys in Alterbridge, it's probably one of their weaker discs. That had no right being number one across <laughs> oh. eight countries. Is this the uh, the Blackbird album? Uh, oh. No, I was uh, it was talking about the Walk in the Sky one, which we oh, definitely didn't steal one. the title from. That's the, that's that the first one, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, the thing is, is like, right, half, I, I mean, I'm not going to get into the opinions of it, but I mean, you know, what I'm saying is a band like Alterbridge charting with Fortress makes sense, but with a disc like that, where they've started to become more of a singles band, getting number one across eight different countries and then architects coming like, what, seven or eight yeah. months later that are like, at, like a quarter of the size. Mm. It's, it's weird. It's weirdly promising. But yeah, I mean, for albums for us, we've always just been massive, avid album listeners, especially as big, you know, musical geeks as we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's why we're here. We're massive musical geeks and we want an album. <laughs> we don't want to be drip fed. We want an album. Yeah. I was definitely, definitely a bigger, like, focused effort because. Rather than just like whacking out one single, if it doesn't do so well, it's not great. We'll just whack another one out with an album. It's definitely more of a commitment. And yeah. I think we, we, we definitely felt that doing it because I remember um, we had, I think we had, we were like one, one song shy of calling it an album because that, that was before we had flights. Yep. And I remember like we were saying, oh, without that, we'll have to cut the intro, make it an EP. It's like, and I remember saying, like, obviously we all want it to be an album. We need to make sure that the track that we write, this last track we write, is you know where it's, it's not filler it's it's a great tune and thankfully you know dan and whacked out flight which is like one of the, the most well-received tracks on the disc yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a night boys in a night <laughs> i am i'm uh, I'm ex- like me and anthony again like in the entire time that me and anthony have been in the band you and i haven't actually sat down and written the song other than that like exclusively no 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 together. it's always been like have an idea and then we'll write a song and then you'll have an idea and then we'll write a song based on that but it was never like let's sit down and write a song together with <laughs> yeah and it was an awesome night too like we pinned lyric we penned lyrics down i've never collaboratively did, yeah. written lyrics ever and it was just such a great experience like finally getting some together and it being like you know a really really cool song i really like fly it's a great fun to play too oh yeah, yeah. it's a great song <laughs> so yeah. is that is that going to be like the way to go forward for as soon as this obviously now things are starting to relax and you can all get it together pretty like close connection kind of thing is it is that going to be the way of writing in the future or is it uh, coming up with ideas separately and then collaborating at the last minute to try and piece something together 
I think it's going to be a bit of both, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Like, bit of reasons. Honestly, I don't. I don't think we've, we've even really thought about it yet because this 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 because this disc was never going to happen. We had an entire album written that was meant to be album too before this was even a thought. So there's yeah. been so much to work. Yeah. We've got to work. The through, original but... album two is now album three. The chronology, <laughs> don't even open that can of worms, man. The chronology <laughs> of our discs is just... Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, wait till you see the spanner we're going to throw in the work soon as well. <laughs> yeah. Can't tell you yet. Yeah, oh, just, you can't wait. Until the disc is released. We're, oh, we're big teasers. Thing, like, yeah. yeah. We, we like to tease. You're a fucking big tease. <laughs> yeah. no, it's, it's a... Hopefully, the idea is because the, the thing is, like, BOC was written initially, uh, basically over the course of about two to three years. But trying to get it made as kind of you know naive teenagers as we were took so long. And when we eventually pieced it together, me and Anthony basically just went, Whatever mix comes out, comes out. This disc gets written, it gets put out, and we move on. And then from there, we'd had like what seven or eight songs that are eventually going to become part of what will be uh, the official album three. But that was going to be album two. Strange and in Fiction was literally written in the space of about three and a half weeks over five sessions, maybe. That and then once insane. we kind of pieced yeah. all that together, the next deal was, right, automate the drums, get everything on top of it. Then you track drums, piece that together. Then I'm at our engineers for four days on the bounce. And once it's mixed, it's mixed and it's done. Fuck and me, that I, need that, still... I need that mindset Sorry. in my life. <laughs> Believe me, you don't. Yeah, you don't. Trust me, you had a so, far more productive so lockdown than I did. Oh, <laughs> fuck me, that's insane. I don't know. I need to like. I need some energy. Like, no one like could yeah. ever put themselves through the stress that we went through. In those <laughs> oh, more hilariously as well, the vocals were done in three sessions, and one of those sessions was spent entirely on Afterlife. Four hours long. How many tracks? Quad tracking every vocal. How many vocals oh yeah, yeah. How, how many tracks does Afterlife have in the end? Ninety-six. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Ninety-six <laughs> individual. That's that's the takes that made it. That's just the amount of times that made it, not the amount yeah. of times I did those takes. And that was in one wow. evening. Those big uh, harmonies. Yeah, yeah. The next I day was believe it when on... you told me that, you know, I was like, you yeah, are yeah. not putting 96 voices in a tune. And he was like, no, I am. We're like, well, putting 96 okay, voices man. in a tune, bro. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, and you know what? Honestly, it turned out magnificent. I'm so, so proud oh, it did. Yeah, definitely. of that desk, man. And as we all are, you know, it's it's a phenomenal... I, I, we're so happy that, like, I, we've spent, like, what? At a ba- as a band, we've been together for over 10 years now. Like yeah. we started when we were 14 doing Metallica covers and Diamond Head covers and Megadeth covers and doing whatever else. And then we spent two and a half years doing nothing during college, came back and tried to struggle to get our first disc out. And then over the course of the most trying period for local bands created something that we can genuinely say, God, that sounds cool. Yeah. I'm proud of yourself. That is quite possibly the best blessing in disguise. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, really we've is. spoken to a lot of people over like through the lockdown and stuff, and obviously some people have been creating and stuff. But that's that's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, so, yeah. thanks, man. Yeah, so that is definitely that is definitely it's nice to hear that something like obviously the tragedy of shit that's going on at the minute that someone's actually managed to make the absolute most of it. But you that's can tell kind of as well. You can yeah. tell there's there's a lot of uh, emotion and more energy and yeah, man, it's good. It's it's not just you're putting it out for the sake of putting it out. You're putting it out because you're really fucking proud of it and you should be because it's an incredible album and to do that in such a short space of time and such a limited session 
is yeah okay. it's just incredible Seems to have taken a bit of an opposite kind of way about it as some of the people that we've spoken to because a lot of people obviously not working and been recording a lot of their parts remotely and sending it to each other and then putting the mix together that way they've actually yeah. been take, taking their time on their albums and stuff and doing it that way because they haven't got much else to do whereas you've done it the other way because you'd much rather be in the same room together and just did it in this small time window it's just completely yeah, opposite yeah, yeah. way yeah. around absolutely it's funny you should mention um, the remote recording as well because um, we did we, we we did do this track by track. We were sitting together to, um, doing the final track and stuff. But prior to this, like this, the like Death Games, a single we put out before, and a few other things we recorded, and we've, we've just been sitting on for a while. And we we did them all as like you know full bands playthrough things. Um, yeah, we did like live recordings, didn't we? Yeah, live recordings, yeah. and this is the first time we really tried out the. Um, the little you know track by track thing and so it's been it's been really interesting to do and it's it's an, it's an interesting way of working yeah it's been kind it's of hard really funny hard, as well really. because like we were never at one point all four of us were never in the same room <laughs> during that album recording that is true mm. that yeah, is true like, i hadn't i hadn't seen anthony for about six months and, yeah. like, and we wrote and recorded a fucking album like what in the world is that? <laughs> it's just fucking bizarre isn't it yeah, put it yeah, this yeah. way right like, the first time that Anthony and Elliot were in a room together since oh, lockdown man. had happened, since St. Helens had begun, right? They hadn't. St. Helens had begun. What are you on about? Since, our, since our last gig in St. Helens. So St. Helens started that day. Yeah. It started and ended on March 13th on the Friday. By the way, oh, wow. we're the ones we we cursed everyone because the yeah. last gig we played was Friday the 13th. So St. Helens really did just start and end then. So yeah, all bands were part of that. Hate to tell you, but it yeah, didn't um, exist. Then it did exist, and now it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's not even anymore. The point being, point being, <laughs> Anthony and Elliot. I don't think I've seen oh. Elliot for like almost a year. I think. Yeah, they, these guys yeah. did not went in a room with each other until I think was it February when we were doing the photo shoot. They hadn't seen it each other. No, I'd seen I'd seen him once. I saw I hadn't seen him from March until after the album was out. Because the way I say the way we did it is like a lot of it was in person, but it was never all four persons. Yeah, it was just what, two of you and then another two yeah. of you, and yeah, pretty yeah. much it was just um, Dan got his license a bit a, a bit before, so he was just bombing it around his cars and when like with with his focus race. <laughs> I am a persistent man. Yeah. <laughs> once the thing is, once we get a whiff of anything that needs doing, once we get our teeth sank into anything that we know is like this is a sure thing, and we need to get working on this. We do not stop till it's done. Yeah, like that's it. Work ethic. Used to acknowledge that, yeah. that a lot of bands don't possess. Actually, yeah, you want to keep holding that, dude. You want to keep holding that. That's that's best. the way it's going to work in the future. We've spoken to a few people who are like, oh, not really, can't. Really like you can see like it wavering on the idea of it. But you, yeah, you talk. You seem focused, man. I like yeah, that. no, um, not a single song we've ever dropped. Everything we've ever written, we start, we listen to it over and over and over again until it drives us insane. Then we put other parts to it, make sure it sounds good. And if we're happy, we keep it. We've never had an unreleased song and we probably won't wow. ever have an unreleased song. Wow. There's Things have been work so hard to like try and get it to work like a Frankenstein. We just keep throwing stuff out until it's just like, oh yeah, it looks good. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 not, it's not even just like, you know, just picking, it's, we're not even just picking ourselves up. We just, I think the, the attitude is, you know, in every little riff and every little idea, there's something in there that we can use, we can take. It's come out of one of us, it's organic. Maybe we, can, we can bounce off the other lads and just see what we come up with. Yeah, for sure. Mm. It's like, I'm very much of the firm opinion that if you start writing a riff, I won't record that riff um, 
And if I wake up the next morning and I can still hear the riff being played in my yes. head and I can remember what it sounds like, <clears throat> then it's a riff worth pursuing. And if it isn't, then it isn't. Yeah. 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 That's, a good, that's a good way yeah. of looking at it. The changes as well. Like the um up for I from my from my perspective, the upon the sun that we have on the disc and um, the verse and chorus is it's it's miles away from like the demo I sent to Dan initially. Yeah, the, the, I wouldn't say much so much the chorus. The chorus was relatively close. There was just some adaptations, but the middle section... Make fast. Make fast. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> but yeah, it's um that's a that's a lot of what was going down during then. And um those vocals that we did, yeah, like three days to do them. Anthony had five sessions to record his guitars. SD had two days to record his live drums and get them sorted. And then I was meeting Elliot towards the end of UK lockdown. So the final date of me mixing with him was spent two days before UK was to go back into national lockdown until Christmas. Yeah. Honestly, I, I probably I probably had the chip the chillest time because I was I was furloughed for a lot of it. So I lied a lot of free time to practice and um, just whenever Dan was free, it was just it was just track by track. So yeah, yeah. Other, yeah, yeah. It was still graph, but I think the other the other guys had it had it a little bit harder than I did. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I feel sure. like I work yes. so much better under pressure. Oh, yeah, I don't know what do. <laughs> right, can we uh, can we move on to our fun little game that we do every week? So oh, absolutely. Steph? Yeah. Right. Okay. I don't know whether Steph or Saber mentioned it to you prior, but uh, I I did mention this. Yeah. Excellent. Every week with all of our guests, we play the game Fantasy Barbecue. It's just a bit of fun. It's a bit like the fantasy <laughs> dinner party game, but we're not posh. So, <laughs> pick five people, dead or alive. Anybody could be anybody. Don't even have to be musicians, but who you had would have at your best barbecue. The burgers sizzling. You've got the whiskey and the beers out. And doorbell goes. Who would you select as guest number one? So I mean, if um, if I was to go first, I'd definitely choose um my my bald prog father, Mr. Devin Townsend. Oh, oh good, good choice. Good Just because the thing is, right, is if you pick any other four people. Like you're still getting eighty percent of the conversation with Dev because yeah. conversations <laughs> are just and I'm speaking as someone who's actually like had the the pleasure of speaking with the guy for half an hour. I won a thing, and I actually sat in a Zoom call with him. Wow, amazing! Yeah, the easiest person on the planet to talk to. I, I, the guy's wonderful, and he's such a dork. I also, love the guy I forgot today. to mention oh, as well. You have to say what they bring because you can't turn up to a yes. barbecue empty-handed. Yeah. You can't oh, be. There. So, oh, what dude, does Dev bring? Dev probably bring, I'd say Dev probably brings coffee, man, because like just for the meme, you know what I mean? I will admit, I always thought of him as a, a coffee drinker after listening to a strapping young lad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. He was fully you, you, in on the coffee. Like. You, could hear, <laughs> you could hear how erratic he was. He was on something else entirely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was some yeah. fucking yeah. strong it's coffee. Just an for whatever it was yeah. like, whatever else. Oh my God, yeah. Um, Okay, yeah, I'd say brings that. Yeah, okay, okay, so ding dong, the doorbell goes. Guest number two. Who's going to take this one? Oh, do you want Yeah, sure. I mean, I had a little think about this, and I thought I want, so I kind of wanted something bizarre. So I want, like, you know, one of your proper serious kind of black metal musicians, like one of your Tom Warriors or your, your Scott Connors, and I want them to bring Hungry Hungry Hippos. <laughs> and I want to sit down with them. And I want the, I want the cognitive dissonance of, like, Looking like like someone like Scott Connery, like oh wow, this 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 is kind of like the Prisoner Mirrors, like you know, well like a really like a crushing black metal song, and like it's whatever it is really cool bluegrass of these days. Like and this this man's like you know he's giving it his own hungry hungry hippos. Like I, I just need that dissonance. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is a 10 up to 11 first. Nobody's more than three of us. Oh, doing it in mate. time to their music. Yeah, I was well. going to say, it's doing it in time. Yeah, yeah the tunes are going to be on the background. So you can <laughs> the atmosphere, like on the hippos. Mate, fucking dual wielding <laughs> some hippos at that pace. That's... Yeah, can, can, you, can you double pedals in? You know? <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll oh, stop talking. Uh, that is fucking amazing. Fantastic. That okay. is amazing. <laughs> Guess <laughs> number three. <laughs> 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 Oh, the it's mental Im- moving on. Fuck me, man. The mental image of that is insane. I love that. <laughs> oh. I love that a lot. Oh, okay, then. Ant, do you want to take guess number three? Um, well, I haven't even had too much time to think on this, but if I was to bring someone, I think one of my favorite musicians is Frank Zappa because of how oh. crazy his music is. Yeah. Nice. No, I, mean, yeah. I imagine the drunken conversations between Townsend and Zappa at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but all, all you see in the background is. Fucking what's, so, what's so funny about that mental image is that oh. Zappan and Devin Townsend are like stone cold sober dudes. Yes. They're talking about those two mentally bending music theory in the universe into one conversation, <laughs> and this dude just putting blasts on the fucking <laughs> twist in the back. That's amazing. <laughs> what does Zappa bring? What does Zappa bring? Uh, what does Zappa bring? Uh, you have to bring muffins because he wrote the muffin man. I say, so bearing in mind, you've got nothing actually sizzling on the barbecue oh, yet. What's oh, no, 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 meat? Yeah, yeah. Got but hungry hippos yeah. and muffins. Frank Zappa, muffins. It's fucking brilliant. Dave, this is awesome. Scouse Dave, guess number four. I'm thinking Ozzy Osbourne. He's oh, nice. yeah. like the most oh. rock and roll you can get. Oh, are we are we talking sober Aussie? Or oh no, no, 80s no, Aussie? absolutely not talking sober. I think Aussie you're probably one. the first person to actually invite Aussie. To yeah, right. yeah, so like, so, so, sure, like, so we got we got seventies slash eighties Aussie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Playing hungry yeah, hippos yeah. in the corner. I'll probably have him bring the finest selection of Cuban cigars. I'm surprised you went for cigars outside, there. Sat outside, <laughs> whiskey, one, whiskey in one hand, you know, like cigar in the other. Like, oh, it'd be incredible, wouldn't it? You just, oh, like, just snort the ash off the floor, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it'd be unbelievable, wouldn't it? Right, there we go. So we've got some 70s slash 80s, Ozzy. Oh, I just like that you brought me and bring the cigars, not to smoke, but as a dare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but you've got yeah. it, haven't you? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay, then one more guess. Who wants to take it? Guess number five. I think I can speak on behalf of all four of us, saying that we absolutely love the boys and raised by owls so much. Oh, yeah. That I'd just bring Sam Fowler and I'd have him bring just an obscene amount of turkey mints just because there's nothing on the barbecue yet and I want to see if he makes a TikTok out of it. <laughs> yeah, 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 to be fair, yeah. Sam you know Fowler. It, it, if he did make a TikTok out of it, it'd still go viral. Yeah, yeah, he would. I mean, to be fair, he's not got, he's not got like, little to work with. He's got Ozzy Osbourne sitting there watching balls, getting fired at lightning pace, <laughs> probably in 4D, yeah. while oh. Zappan and fucking Devin Townsend are sat in the back with this universe-bending conversation, and he's just sat there like, I'm it's, flying me, mate. Get yeah. the video. He's just fucking huffing lines of fucking cigar ash off the side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen, you've got to do what you've This is the first. I mean, usually we only have five guests, but... I think because of the fact there is no alcohol and we've only got one food item, 
Two. on the table. Turkey mints and muffins. <laughs> Got turkey mints and muffins. I think we should get another couple of people in here. Just so, to bring some meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, let's see what else we can oh. do with this. All right, then. Guess number six. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't think enough about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Bring like, all the four yeah. members of Raised by Heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Fair play, though. Fair play. No, I, 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 that's, I, you don't need more than that, man. No, that's... that's that what do you need more that than that? Good. You don't need more than that. That's so there you go, good. folks. There's Reaper's Fantasy Barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Another, oh, another, another fucking like, weird-ass game. Honestly, <laughs> right, could someone send that to Jim will paint it? No, that's, right. That's, oh, that's what we're exactly doing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. Slow down. This is the idea of it. When we started this podcast and we come up with this fantasy barbecue thing, we were talking to... I can't remember what band we were talking I don't know if it was Moriarty or something, but we were talking about it. I need to get this to Jim will paint it. So I'm in the middle of emailing him at the minute to try and come up with some kind of arrangement. So each band that comes on, he's going to get their fantasy barbecue on a print that we can put up on the socials and whatnot and potentially sell to try and raise money for charity or along the lines. Um, Uh, Yeah. yeah, So we're in in discussion a bit, but that is exactly where we're going with it. Some of this one here is that's a fucking T-shirt that is. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, Sam Fowl, if this goes through, Sam Fowl is gonna be on a Jimmel Painter. Who Jimmel Painter did his did their album for the first two runs. Oh, He's going come to on, this has got to happen. This is gonna be I'm, I, I am <laughs> I'm literally fucking I am I am hounding Jim at the minute. I'm oh. hounding him because I said to him, I don't, at the end of the day, I said, I'm not, I'm not asking you to do this for free. I need, I'm putting my own money, I'll, I'll put my own money into to get this done, to get this, because some of these. I'll, I'll put my money. Oh, mate, no, some of these are absolute right, class. So I'm, I'm like emailing him every week at the minute to try and get it sorted. So <laughs> hopefully soon we will have these put into print. So this is an absolute back. This is brilliant. This, this is going to be a good one. I'm honestly, I'm honestly just shook that I'm, I'm responsible for like one of the musicians I respect most in the world being Oh, dude, I'm just excited. I'm just excited for uh, Devin. I'm just excited for if Devin sees it because he probably just tweeted to go, ha, cool. And then- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is fucking made by night. That's brilliant. Oh, that's oh, going to be awesome. such a good picture. I'm, 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 honestly, I'm, I'm not leaving the bloke alone. I'll be sitting outside his house if I need to. This is definitely. You know what? Good. That's not just t-shirt worthy. That's coasters, oh, that's posters, yeah. keychains, yeah, fucking sure, yeah. everything. Oh god, it's going to be good. Yeah, we've had awesome. some really good ones in the past. Awesome. That's, that's, that's good. But that this is got this is top tip for me. This is this is brilliant. I can't Let's get it. Yeah, that's awesome. Right. Well, so so what have you got lined up at the minute? Have you got some gigs lined up now? Things are starting to relax. There's something in July, wasn't there? Yeah, we've got a few kicking around, isn't there? Yeah, so, we've got. Uh, oh God! Got an all day. I've just put myself in position to try and remember gig day. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember uh, correctly, it's twenty fourth of June. We've got. Yeah. I can't remember exact places, but I know it's fifth. It's Oldham, I think. It's it's the it? York. It's the York and Bolton, I think. Uh, is it? Is, if it's the one with the solar shift, that's the thirty first of July, I think. Is that July? Okay. That's the thirty first of July. Ignore me. Is that, ah, the one, is that the one we raised raised by wolves? You got one on, I think, uh, on yes. the same bill, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So I think I remember this now. Twenty fourth of June, we've got Oldham. Fifteenth uh, of July, we have Liverpool, which is the one with raised by wolves, as well as uh, beneath the ruin. the ruin and table fifty one. Is it? Where, yeah. where, where, oh, okay. where, where is it in Liverpool? 
Uh, Liverpool one is going to be in Jimmy's. Jimmy's. Uh, Jimmy's Bar, which is on Bold Street. And then yeah. we've got the 17th of July, which is going to be in Derby, if I remember correctly. Yes. You need to come to the Midlands, come to Coventry, Birmingham. Oh, fuck that, mate. I'll come to Liverpool. I miss that place, man. I used to spend a lot hey, of time in Liverpool. No, we're going to Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mate, I, many a drunken night there. Is that, is that, is that, is that crazy? Yes, is it crazy, crazy house? It's crazy house. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so, yeah. I'm sorry to say the oh. K's gone. No! 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 Itself is still there and it still kind of gets ran as the crazy house, but it's it not is. the crazy house. Is it not the crazy house anymore? Oh, oh mate, many, no. many a day, no. John Moore's yeah. popping up to that. Yeah. Oh, I've lost, right. I've lost I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have, to have a drink to that. You will, yeah. Mm. No, unfortunately, um, if I may say some piece on the Liverpool gig and seeing Dave's venue situation at the moment is not He's looking great, to yeah. be honest. But yeah. uh, a, guy, a guy called Andy Hughes is looking at starting up a new venue. Jimmy's is doing great and has done an incredible job of helping out bands with free entry yep. uh, yeah, and yeah. all that. But if we just need as much as we can get our hands on. So Andy Hughes has got a GoFundMe for a venue called The Way of the Axe that he's trying to get started off. So if anyone wants oh, to throw amazing. some dollars towards that, yeah, anything definitely. to help the city out would be awesome. But dude, if you want us in Coventry, recommend us to a venue and we are there. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, mate, well. Archers Coventry, O2, Birmingham, what? Wherever the fuck you want to go, like, like, we're actually, we'd love to see you. Yeah, we were actually man, speaking yeah. with our manager the other day about like tour dates, weren't we? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and one one place that like, or one area that like we haven't covered at all on any of the dates that we've currently got is the Midlands. Yeah, get a Birmingham. No, Birmingham's you, the best bet. you definitely need to. Yeah, get down to, to uh, Digbeth down right by that area. Yeah, there's, Digbeth. There's a lot of ven- lot of venues down right by there that have. I also good. know a lot of people in Birmingham who have listened to your album and they oh. really want to see you like <laughs> badly, <laughs> badly want to see you. Yeah, get down to the Midlands, man. We'll sort some shit yeah. out. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll 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 be inboxing you straight after to sort this out, man. Yeah, that yeah, no, awesome. yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, so they're the, they're the dates that you've got going on so far, and then we'll just sit tight and hopefully by the time all this, I'm gonna be fucking hopeful again. <laughs> by the time all yeah. this bullshit is gone, and I will fucking cross don't everything. do it, Simon. No, do no, it. I'm doing it. I'm, doing it. I'm, doing it. I'm fed up of being negative. <laughs> Something's got to give, man. I need some music, motherfucker. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so yeah, I really thank you guys for coming on. Is there anything else that you need to play? We've got like a band camp and stuff, a merch site that people can come oh. over and get. Oh, oh. Dan, Dan, we do. Because I have, I, 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 I did watch your uh, your merch promoting video on YouTube earlier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, I, I have got to say, stellar job. I enjoyed that. <laughs> oh, I enjoyed that very much. We're definitely picking up some merch from you guys. <laughs> yeah, so make sure you plug thank it. Thank you guys so much. It's, uh, we'll have some new stuff coming, but uh, I'm going to get the announcer voice on and go. Yeah, so if you guys like what you listen to, you can go over to purchasemerchers.com. That's purchasemerchers.com where the merch is purchased and your purchase gets you merch. You can also go to linktr.ee forward slash Reaper UK. That's linktr.ee forward slash Reaper UK to find all social medias and streaming sites. We are on all major streaming services with our latest album, Stranger Than Fiction, and our cover of Eddie Van Halen's Light Up the Sky, available on YouTube, raising money for cancer research, which we raised 230 quid for. Let's go. <laughs> you know what? That reminded me of like, do you know when you pull into a station on a train? The next station. <laughs> 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 that reminded me of the, you know, Sky Lady, where are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa! <laughs> this has been fun, man. If you guys ever oh, want to have mate. us on again, please. Oh, mate, you'll, yeah, you'll, absolutely. You're yeah. Oh, absolutely. You're definitely no, we'll, coming we'll back definitely on. get you back on. 
Have well, a wonderful time. It's lovely to meet you all. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah thanks, really nice to meet you guys. I hope you all take care. Stay safe, and we'll hopefully be seeing you very soon. Absolutely. We'll, we'll post all your stuff up on the Facebook page, and uh, yeah, we'll send you a message. Awesome. Cool. Right, take care, guys. There you go. Yeah, you have it. Right. Reaper, the there guys from Liverpool, go check out the shit. You will not be disappointed. I can assure you. Later, bye. Bye, bye. <laughs> See you later, guys. Bye. 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 bye.